Hey y'all, welcome to the Girlfriend's Guide to Sports podcast. My name is Claire Coles, and this special edition episode is about fantasy football. This is by far the topic that I get the most questions about, and it can be intimidating to want to play in your office league, especially when certain leagues have punishments for getting last. So that is what this podcast is for. Whether you don't know what PPR means and you want to know, want to know why your husband's freaking out during draft day, or you want to join your office league and you need some help. That's what I'm here for, and let's go ahead and get started. So let's start with the basics. Let's assume you got asked to join your office league, and yeah, that's all you know. Every week, you will have an active team and a bench. Your active team will consist of one quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, a flex player, which either can be a wide receiver, running back, or tight end, one tight end, one kicker, and a defense, and then the rest of the players will be on your bench. You will be required to draft your players on a certain day before the NFL season starts. The last day of the draft for 2021 is September 8th. This is the day before the first NFL game, the Cowboys versus the Buccaneers. First piece of advice for this podcast, do not auto-draft. You will always get screwed. You can technically set your preferences and it seems like a good idea because you want to cook dinner or something because it's always like at 7 p.m., but it is just not dynamic enough for you to succeed. Also, if you have never played in a fantasy football league before, I highly recommend doing a couple of mock drafts, which is basically you can go on to ESPN, Yahoo, whatever you're going to play on, and they will fake a draft for you and you can pick your players that way. This way, it takes a little bit of the pressure off of you during the real thing because you already know how the system works. Most leagues are head-to-head leagues, which means you will be facing another person's team every week in matchups. You win the matchups by your active team, which means not the people on your bench, scoring more points than your opponent. Absolutely, sometimes you're just going to get screwed, and the perpetual loser of the league has a killer week and scores over 100 points. And sometimes you get lucky and you squeak out a win with 67 points. It's just going to happen. There are typically 13 weeks in a season, and the rest of the NFL season is considered playoffs. Typically, you make the playoffs if you're in the top four of your league. For specific scoring, go see the blog post that I recently did on fantasy football because I don't want to take the time to sit here and list out a bunch of numbers on a podcast. That's really boring for y'all. The best fantasy footballers trade players during the season. That means you can swap out players on your roster pretty easily for players that are already available, which means no one has them on their team, or you can actually trade with other people in your league. This can get tricky because if you're going after a very highly sought after player, then the person who currently has that player can charge you multiple people from your team just for that one person. Teams have a deadline by which you have to trade each week that varies depending on your commissioner's rules, and but it's usually done by the, whatever the first game of that week is, which is usually Thursday night. Another staple of a fantasy football league is a clever team name. You will absolutely be judged on what your team name is. So it's basically you're making puns on either a team name or someone on the team or the coach. So here are some clever ones I've seen over the years. Shake it Goff, like the Rams QB. For the Cowboys fans, Hide and Zeke or Baby Got Dak. 
And finally, Fresh Prince of Hilaire after the running back from the Chiefs. But all right, you decided to join and it's now draft day. Let's go over some draft tips that'll help you not only not lose your league, but not look like a rookie. My number one draft tip, wait before you draft a quarterback. This is such a hard thing to do, especially if you don't know a lot about football, because these are the players' names that you recognize. But it is so key to wait. This is by far the most common rookie mistake of fantasy football. So if you're sitting there like, why? It's because all QBs will give you a ton of points per game. All of them touch the ball every play. So good options will be left in the later rounds. I try to wait till about the fourth or fifth round to take a quarterback. But don't be alarmed when Patrick Mahomes from the Chiefs gets taken very early because he will. Okay, so if not a quarterback, who do you take first? The answer is a running back. First of all, you pick two for your roster when most NFL teams feature one main running back with two wide receivers on most plays. That means there are fewer running backs to go around that will actually have a significant number of touches, or like 25 per game. Even good wide receivers only get five-ish catches. So my recommended first three rounds are running back, running back, wide receiver, or running back, wide receiver, running back. All right, we've gone over who to pick first and to wait to pick a quarterback, but who gets your last picks? Your last pick should go to kickers and defenses. There is very little difference points-wise for your fantasy team between the number one kicker in the league and the last in the league. Think about it. Most coaches would rather score a touchdown than a field goal, so your kicker won't score points unless it's absolutely necessary. That being said, when picking a kicker, it's better to go with a kicker who plays on a team that has a very high-powered offense because you'll get one point for every time they score an extra point, which means every time your offense gets in for a touchdown, that's a point for you. Another important draft tip, your first two picks are the most important. No pressure, because they actually determines your team's success for the season. So don't take a risk with your first two picks. Save that for later. That being said, in the later rounds, draft a backup for your standout. 33% of running backs in the league that were drafted in the first rounds got injured at some point during the last five seasons. So take multiple running backs and wide receivers. In direct comparison to that, a backup quarterback, now I mean a not starting backup quarterback, is not as important as drafting them because the chance of them playing is very slim. And let's be honest, when you get deep into that draft, you don't know who all the names are of the running backs and wide receivers and their backups. So all things being equal, choose a younger running back with less mileage on them. Running backs take a lot of hits, so it tends to be a younger position. In direct opposition to that, avoid rookie wide receivers. Even if they get on the field, the chance of them doing well is slim. Only three wide receivers in the last seven years have come out as a rookie to move up to starting wide receiver. Now let's go over who those top picks are going to be used on. Of the ESPN top 50 overall projected players, only two quarterbacks and three tight ends are included in that top 50. The rest are running backs and wide receivers. So if you doubted me that you need to wait on a quarterback, that should prove my point. It seems to be the general consensus that Carolina Panthers running back Christian McCaffrey is going to be first draft pick in most fantasy football leagues. 
So if this interests you and you want to go into more detail, go check out the blog. I have listed the top 10 projected performers at each position, but I'm not going to read those off here because that would just be me sitting here listing out names for two minutes. So now you've drafted your players. Let's go over some tips for actually playing in your league. Play your matchups, meaning play your players who are facing a notoriously bad team. Teams playing bad teams tend to produce more offensive points and therefore points for you. So if you're torn between who to play off your bench, play the player who has the worst opponent. Keep in mind, this should only be used when evaluating two roughly equal players. Do not, not bench whoever you used your first pick on in lieu of a player who just has a weak opponent. Don't forget to swap out your guys who have bye weeks. This seems very self-explanatory, but when work gets crazy, sometimes you forget. I like to set an alarm for myself on Wednesday nights because most of the time, the NFL doesn't begin till Thursday. This next one is super hard for me and most women in general. Don't get attached to the team you drafted. The best teams make changes. This is especially true season to season. So if you've played before and someone did well last season, that does not mean they're going to do great things for you again. You don't win your league at the draft, but you certainly can lose the league at the draft. And my final tip is play more for the now than you think. Winning your matchup week to week will give you a chance to make playoffs and more importantly, not to get last. It's important to note that before you join a league, you need to ask if they have a punishment for getting last. Lots of leagues do this and it's very funny. My coworker, thanks Walker, told me that his league makes the loser take the SAT and has a minimum required score. I've also heard of taking professional photos for a nudie calendar, all kinds of stuff. They get really funny. But if you don't want that kind of pressure, you need to know ahead of time. Great. Now time to go over some vocab you'll hear when playing in your league or at the draft and you're like, I see something and I have no idea what it means. That's what this is for. ADP is average draft position. This is the average place a certain player is usually drafted. You come across this when going into the draft. Players can be ranked based on ADP or based on projected season points. A bye week is when a player has a week off, aka their NFL team is not playing. A commissioner is the person in charge of your league. A depth chart you'll come across when doing your draft research that is the order of each position on an NFL team. So who is going to play first in that position? That's who's going to get the most playing time. When you hear someone say they dropped a player, that means they let a player go from their team. A free agent means a player is not currently on a team. PPR stands for points per reception. This is a scoring method for fantasy football leagues to make wide receivers and tight ends and sometimes running backs who catch the ball give you more points. Usually you'll hear either full point or half point PPR. That means you'll get either a full point or half a point per reception. A sleeper pick means a player who exceeds expectations from his draft spot. Targets is the number of times a player is given the ball by the QB. And finally, the waiver wire. Think of this as a temporary freeze on a player. This can happen after the draft, during game time, when someone in the league drops the player. It basically gives everyone a chance to claim that player. And then we go in what's called the waiver order to determine who gets to add that player to their roster. 
usually priority goes to whoever got the last pick in the draft or who is last in league standings. So you'll hear about people in the league living on the waiver wire. That means they're doing a lot of trades and they're dropping players and adding players to their roster constantly. And finally, let's go over some just good manners for not only life, but your fantasy football league. I like to call this segment, don't be that guy or girl. Don't be that guy that quits your league. It just makes it less fun for everyone when you're not paying attention and you don't want to play. Don't be that guy that's late to your draft. If you're late, when it's your turn, the full time has to run through before the draft can move on and it just gets tedious. Don't be that guy that teams up with other players. Nobody likes those people. Don't be that guy to take forever to respond to a trade request. Even if you're going to turn it down, at least let the person know so they can move on to somebody else. Also, don't be that guy that makes an insane number of trades. This gets on the bad side of your commissioner very fast because most of the time they have to approve those trades and they'll just get constant notifications. And to finish the podcast, don't be that guy that forgets to pay up. That's just good manners for life. And that's what I got for fantasy football. Now, I have never won a fantasy football league, but I also have never gotten last and I have made playoffs a couple of times. So feel free to take everything I said with a grain of salt. This is just what I have found works for me. And like I said, never gotten last. So I take that as a win. Hopefully y'all will go forward and feel more comfortable and ready to play in your office league. Thanks for listening and let's get ready for some football. 